God bless the school that D.L. Moody founded. Firm through and surrounded. Hello and welcome to Moody Rant. My name is Jackson Powell. I'm a sophomore here at Moody. My major is theology, and my favorite SDR serial is Golden Grams. Hello there. My name is Josiah Willis. I'm also a sophomore here at Moody Bible Institute, and my major is pastoral studies. I have to say my favorite SDR serial is Cocoa Nubs. I don't know Come what on. they're actually called, but I call them Cocoa Nubs, and they're delicious. Hey, guys. My name is Kevin Campbell. I'm also a sophomore, and I'm also in the pastoral studies track, and my favorite cereal is also Cocoa Nubs. Mm. Mm. My name is Owen Hallback. I am a junior here at the Moody Bible Institute. I'm studying biblical studies, and my favorite SDR cereal is Cocoa Nubs. Mm. Come on. 31. Wow. You guys are all one and the same. Well, like I said, we are Moody Rant, and we exist to talk about some unimportant topics, some important topics, uh, have some fun, and also maybe make a few points along the way. We want to give a quick thank you to Happy Rant, the inspiration for this podcast. That's a podcast put on by Ted Cluck, Barnabas Piper, and Ronald J. Martin, where they talk about all sorts of things. Uh, We also would like to give a shout out to XN Radio, especially our good friend Solomon Tartaglia for allowing us the space and the time to be able to, and the resources to be able to put on this podcast. And um, we just really are, are thankful for all that they've done to make us feel comfortable here and uh, help us out in teaching us and showing us what we need to do to be able to do this. All right. And with all that dumb formality out of the way, Josiah, would you help us dive in with our first topic? Yes, I'd love to. So our first topic that we're going to be discussing today is being an RA. So none of us here are RAs, no. um, but our good friend Luke Franzine, um, he is the RA of our floor, and we were just kind of hanging out with him and wondering what it's like for him, you know, like what that dynamic is for him on campus. I don't know if any of you guys have something to say right off the bat. Jackson? Yeah, uh, like you said, none of us are RAs, but we all think we would be better RAs than the current RAs, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be so fascinating to be an RA, just to have that power on a floor mm. of a bunch of arrogant theology and uh, biblical studies majors. Uh, <laughs> put them in their place every once in a while. I don't yeah. know. Anybody else? What you got, yeah. Um One thing I think about being an RA, I have a, I have a question. How much do you all think you would actually find people? Right, because RAs wield this, oh, the, the long arm of the law. We'll find you for quiet hours. Yeah, Josiah. I mean, I so J- Jackson and I, this is like our first week coming into Moody as roommates. And we were setting up Guitar Hero on the PS2 because that's where it's at. Come on. And uh, so we were playing Guitar Hero and... Um, Worshipping the Lord. Amen. Well, they did not have any worship oh. songs on this Guitar Hero. <laughs> but we were just shredding on Guitar Hero and we realized we were a little bit late um, to our floor meeting. And so we walk in and Luke Franzine, our RA, he was like, all right, guys, I'm going to have to find you. And Jackson and I were like, ah, that's funny. That's and when we then, realized he was drunk with power. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then the next day we checked our Nelnet, Nelnet, whatever it's called. We yeah. checked our financial balances, and we both had five dollar fines sitting in there because we were a minute late playing Guitar Hero. So wow, yeah, worth it. It honestly, <laughs> it kind of was. Yeah, it kind of was. That's worth the best it. five dollars I've ever spent, guys. What about <laughs> the idea of putting together 
a worship guitar hero. Dude, I was just thinking that same thing. That would be crazy. Kevin, what you got? <laughs> I'm just thinking, bro. You know how Shane and Shane has those worship initiative albums? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just get all of them on Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Psalm 23 would be oh, dope. Yeah. Oh. Surely goodness. <laughs> Surely mercy. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I... I think being an RA, going back to the original subject, <laughs> I, I do think it is really fascinating just because, um, like, I was asking Luke if he was going to be at our intramural game, and he had floor hours, and I was like, oh, like, I just wonder what kind of, <laughs> you know, oh, I wonder what kind of things maybe hold some RAs back from fully investing, because it's yeah. interesting, the point of them being there is to be the glue kind of that holds the floor together, but I wonder how many things... Um, kind of hold them back from fully diving in with the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got? I was thinking about that, and uh, it's fascinating the dynamic of friendship that I have mm-hmm. with my RA. Um, I think that he is such an incredible guy. I think that he's somebody that I could always go talk to, but at the same time, there is that level of formality that you have to take into the relationship mm-hmm. um, because he does have to uh, be a certain level of authority. But I think there's a healthy balance that most RAs that I've interacted with have where they definitely understand that they can be there, they can be your friend and they're going to be there for you. Uh, but at the same time, there's a good level of respect. Mm-hmm. Anybody else got something? Yeah, Kev. Yeah, I think it'd be super fun to be an RA just for the sole reason of like seeing the freshmen. Yes. Just like, because like yeah. they just come in like lost puppies, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like, because I've heard that some of them like even like ask like, oh, is it okay if I go to like, like Walgreens to pick up something and Ari's like yeah of course like, I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. or, or they just come back and like lose everything and stuff like that so I don't know I just think it'd be very very interesting man what a way to practice being a father come yeah. on being an RA. <laughs> father to freshman father mm. to freshman yeah uh, that is funny I do remember um, meeting my RA and being like just thinking he was so much older so much wiser than me and I literally, all he did was show me to where my room was. And I was like, this guy knows yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> he has a beard. It. He showed me where my room was. Uh. He's my new dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or I love, like, kind of the mantra or, like, the what we see with freshmen. Sometimes, you know, a lot of people, it's RA. Sometimes just other upper class, and they just cling tight to them, like, mm-hmm. kind of like an older brother, mentor figure. And I'm like, I'm two years older than you. But something about <laughs> something about being here, something about especially the I, I can only imagine it just being way more profound being an RA. Yeah, well, absolutely. Expound on that. Well, you have like this power, right? You know, you can find people, you can help people. You're the first face. You're the first face that these kids see so on true. the floor, That's true. and you just see them over and over again. And so, there's that interesting dynamic. But I actually want to transition transition to a question here. What do you guys think dating life must be like for an RA? Oh, now that's good. That is a good question. Because everybody's watching. Yeah. Oh, all the time. Everybody's and watching. And I, like, Brother. I feel like all of us, and this is not a social commentary on like specific RA RAs, you know, <laughs> no. but like I feel like everyone is kind of just waiting for the brother RA and the sister RA to start dating. Oh, yeah. Is that just me yeah. who just like sits just, around and no, waits for that thing? No, what a perfect thing? love story. Yeah. <laughs> Both two people who are insanely influential in their social groups come together for the greater good. Yeah, Owen. It, it's kind of like um, in Europe in like 16th, 17th, 18th century when like you know like the princess of whatever thing marries some random prince guy, and they're just the only reason that it, 
because of the power and you're just like it's what you want to see yeah you want to see you it. love to see it There's everyone watches the royal weddings yeah yes royal it's, a, power. it's yeah. a royal wedding honestly yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if some people came to the movie for the sole reason of seeing the brother and sister are a in relationship. No, I mean, <laughs> why would you watch any sort of reality TV show whenever you could watch it unfold right before your eyes? Oh, here at the SDR table. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Has there ever been a greater drama, greater drama than the SDR table? I don't know. All I gotta say is The Bachelorette, Bachelor, doesn't have anything on Moody SDR dating relationship progression. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the longest drawn out <laughs> sentence I've ever heard in my life, amazing. bro. Yeah, well, <laughs> we should definitely talk about dating another time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for now, Owen, do you want to transition okay, us yeah. into our next topic? So our topic two, um, we're going to talk about our beloved president, Mark Job, and his fashion. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like to fancy myself as someone who really cares deeply about fashion. Like Let's note- make it clear, Owen likes to fancy himself yes. as someone who understands fashion. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, <laughs> so anyway, I see Mark Job. I remember the, like the first presidential, like a, not like his address, like the formal address, but like his first president's chapel as president. Mm-hmm. And Buddy walks up there wearing leather jacket and worship leader tight skinny jeans. And I'm like, this is my president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, I, remember, I don't know how many of you um, were around for Founders Week, um, mm-hmm. but there also was an ongoing joke that because Dr. Job is not a tie guy. I don't mm-hmm. have we seen him in a tie. No, I've has, have you not seen him in a tie. I, I have. Like, I have. It's like pop. Like about it. Email us at moodyrant at gmail dot com if you've seen it and you have a picture of Dr. Job wearing a tie. <laughs> I want to see this, and we'll show that picture on the we, radio. We, yes, we will. Yeah, we, we will, will show it on air. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just curious to know, has anyone seen Dr. Job in a tie? Has he ever been in a tie? Does he know what a tie is? Does he know what a tie is? Honestly. I feel like there has to be, like, a traumatic experience with a tie. Or he would wear ties, you know? Like, he would fall in line. But I think that in his childhood, he had to wear a tie one too many times, and it just Mm -hmm. broke him. And so now he he can't even face the idea of wearing a tie. Either that or... I don't know, because there's certain things when a man grows up that just kind of mark his manhood. You know yeah. what I mean? Like learning how to shave. Another one is like tying a tie. Yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe he just never learned how to tie a tie, <gasps> and he's just no. like embarrassed. So yeah. is Mark Job not a man? Oh, no. no. Mark, Job Mark Job is, is certainly the manliest of a man. No, but, but we should have a Kickstarter. We should have a Kickstarter. Teach Mark Job how to tie a tie. Yes. Oh. Dude, that would be a great Racco event. Actually. <laughs> yes. That would be so funny. Like we at could... the end, of, or like in the middle of Plaza Ganza. We yeah. just everyone just watches Mark Job learn how to tie a tie. <laughs> It'd be great. Yeah, people would be coming in from the I'd masses. Pay for that. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay, yeah. Josiah, what was your favorite Mark Job fashion moment? Favorite Mark Job fashion moment, dude. I don't know. I don't know that I could pick one. I just know, like, so sometimes I'm just like scroll. Like I saw a picture of somebody took a picture with Mark Job out on the plaza, and he was just in like this. Like I don't even know, like this light blue suit jacket oh, with the white undershirt, suit. the I light blue pants, suit. and the brown shoes, and oh. I was like, "Mark Job, you look fabulous right now." Yes, <laughs> he looked so good, and I was like, yes. "I need a picture with him the next time I see him in the plaza." Mm-hmm. So, just get a picture with him, ask him, "Hey, can you uh, change back into that blue suit?" <laughs> can we get a picture? But before yeah. that, please go get changed. <laughs> oh, and you have a picture with Mark Job, don't you? Do I? Oh yeah, I do. Okay, yes. So it was <laughs> the it was the first week. 
of um of him being the president and he had this thing come up to the office come meet me and so me and my my good friend aaron brown we go up to see uh dr job and we get to get some good chit chat going just some back and forth lovely talk and um, his son actually was on the floor that we were on. He was a former Colby Three Crow, and so we get a picture with us, me, Aaron, and Doctor Job, and we're all throwing up, you know, the, the crow sign. And it just was a beautiful moment, and, and just be, be able to be in the presence of someone who's just so influential, and just how he he brought us into the fold. And it just felt so loved <laughs> in that moment. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's the number one thing I think that stands out about Mark Job is his relationships with students. Yeah. Like yeah. He's only been here for uh, less than a year now, and he's already establishing great yeah. relationships yeah. with students. He's never afraid to take a moment to talk to yeah. students. He'll run late to a meeting yeah. in order to have a conversation that needs to be had. Uh, that's one thing I really respect about the man, yeah. for sure. Kevin, what Kev, you got? what you got? Yeah, I'm just sitting here contemplating about my favorite Mark Job fashion moment. Um, <laughs> For sure. Okay, wait, what was that ceremony at the beginning of the year where everyone dressed up in the, in the like suits with the Convoc- academic suits? Oh yeah, the first Tuesday. Convocation. Yeah, convocation. Convocation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Kevin, I convocation. Oh no, set the I'm not good with big words. So convocation, 2019, right? Mm. Everyone's here cheering for our beloved professors as they walk in. You know, mm. clothed in their accomplishments. You know, great show and respect for them. But then. Mark Job comes on the scene with this big chain hanging down his neck, popping, bro. Oh, yes. That thing was like, oh, that thing was shining <laughs> from the lights down on there. I'm pretty sure the reflection like blinded me a couple times. Yeah. But I gotta tell you, man, yeah. he was stunting up there. It was it was a good thing to see. Kev, would you compare it to uh, Moses on Mount Sinai <laughs> coming down in the glory of God shine on his face? Pretty close, bro. <laughs> <laughs> close second, for sure. Oh, that's funny. Okay, we talk about Mark Job's Instagram. Like, I, I follow him on the gram. Dude has, like, he posts like a millennial or Gen Z, like, female. <laughs> is that like, good or bad? Good, like, good it is what it bad. is. Like, I yeah. like I like that. He's he got he's got the quantity up. He's posting, but not too much. I yeah. don't. You know, some people they'll post four or five times a day. That's too like much. Like most moms. Moms. I, okay. <laughs> no. Go for it. No, this is called the moody rant, rant right if, here. If you are a middle-aged live woman listening to this, or you know someone's a middle-aged mom, woman, mom, I love you. Okay, I love you, I mom. Love you, mom. You're mom. probably listening. Love you, mom. But um, probably our only listeners. Probably one in five. <laughs> yeah, all our moms. There's four listeners. All our moms. Instagram posts. Uh, Instagram should go and make a thing, one post a day. Because my mom will post five, six, seven posts, and it's the same thing. Like, Mom, you already posted about that three posts ago, and it's the same day. But yeah, but what if you post a picture of your Bible study already, yes. and then <laughs> something happens again. in oh. like, your child's life? And you you, yeah. you have that tension. He's right. Hey, you've got to post your Bible study in the morning, but then also... Don't pretend like they don't have Facebook. And what about... <laughs> That's true, Facebook Well, is, and what about the people who are like... Two posts in one day, hashtag sorry, not sorry. Like, what do we do about that? You know what I mean? Kick like, we lose that caption yeah. completely. No, you kicked off, off of Instagram, sorry, not sorry. Wow. That's a hard and fast. That's... One post every 24 hours. All righty. Absolutely. Hard and fast. I, I'd respect that, yeah. considering the fact that I'm not on social media anymore. <laughs> I'd respect I'm doing pretty well. Mm, good. Yeah. Good. That, that's what I was just going to say. Like, I'm not either. So, y'all need to inform me. What what happens on Mark Job's Instagram? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not either. I think Owen should. Oh. Ju- this is an so Owen this segment. Is, this right is an here. Owen segment. 
Owen reacts to Mark Job's Instagram. So I follow him <laughs> on Instagram. We should do that every that, week. That honestly would be that so would funny. Be so oh, funny. Just give us updates on his Instagram. Right, right. None of us are on it. <laughs> so, uh, let, yeah, go to uh, it. Go, go to it right now. Uh, let's go through some recent posts. Because I noticed oh, that. I'm like, we're doing I, some in-studio research right here. Because here's the thing. I, I looked up. I follow him on the gram. Obviously, he's our president. Obviously. He's one of the foremost people that I follow. And I'm like, okay, this guy has a good Instagram. Like I like, like he puts good good volume, not too much volume. These are good pictures. One thing I love about it, I mean, you know, it always gets you a little choked up. He's got such sweet posts about his wife. He posted one, him and his wife going to a coffee shop, and he's just like catching up on some reading with caffeine in hand. This pretty lady in front of me, and I'm just like, oh, if this isn't like social media marriage portrayal goals, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else does he have in here? The uh, brother and sister RA are social media marriage. That's goals. true. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Are you, but both of them aren't like on social media because like you can have a Facebook, but you're not on social media. You know what I mean? No, I understand. You got to have the Facebook's gram. Facebook's dead for sure. Facebook's Whoa. dead. Twitter's dead. Is it? Twitter's dying mouth. right now. It's kind of got it's those too, deaths back. Uh, it's y'all too clearly, political. Y'all clearly don't follow the SDR on Twitter. That thing, <laughs> <laughs> that thing is alive and well. That's Every <laughs> single account will be banned from Twitter, except for CNN and MBI Food Service. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a beautiful thing. So give us one more post. Talk, okay. talk to us about one more um, his posts. Well, another one of his posts, um, he's got this, this picture. I mean, isn't this just so sweet? He posts today, I wish a happy one-year anniversary to my daughter, Marissa, and son-in-law, Josh. A year ago was a defining moment, a great start to a good marriage. I mean, just sweet. He goes, he's not, it's not so self-centric. He's got uh-huh. posts on there of himself. Of course you do. You look good. He knows he looks good. It's a hey, fashion. Man. Hair without hair. Guy looks good. Okay, got a nice picture. With <laughs> what does my look what like you, with hair? What did you say? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, Again, Has he never had hair? Please, no. He, if you have a picture of Mark Job with a tie, <laughs> give a picture of Mark Job with, with hair. If you have please, both in one picture, okay. If you have a picture of Mark Job with hair and a tie, we'll put you on the podcast. Yeah, we will put your face on the podcast. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, Moody Rant again. Please email us Moody Rant that, again. That's Moody Rant at gmail.com. Can we get the spelling, please? M O O D Y R A N T at I shouldn't need to spell gmail.com. <laughs> Dude, the last post, this is going back to Mark Job on uh, Instagram. The last post that I saw of his before I got rid of social media mm. was him taking like a selfie uh, at his office, just like <laughs> overlooking. He's like, what an incredible view that I have. <laughs> and I was like, I love this, man. Yeah. He's no. just, he's been so, so great for this school. He yeah. has. He really has. And we were talking about like his millennial tendencies. Yeah. He's just really got such a great sense of youth. Not necessarily yeah. in immaturity, but no. uh, in joy and zeal. Uh, zeal. Yeah, in yeah. zeal. It definitely stands out. Mm-hmm. What's it, up, Joe? Well, I was just, I was initially, when I first saw him, like the way that he um, just went about, like just the way that he carried himself, I was wondering if the other professors would just, like all the professors would be like, oh, we got a young guy yeah, who's yeah, like really yeah. annoying or whatever. But I look over at the professors in chapel and stuff, and they, they're really engaged with him. Like mm-hmm. I think they genuinely enjoy his leadership, and I think that's really, really good for the school that they're enjoying um, what he's doing for us. So Certainly. Yeah, and on that note, let's go ahead and talk about a topic that could go so many different ways. Uh, Kev, would you mind introducing it for us? Yeah, Kobe 1 is the next topic on the deck, and I was just thinking, bro, it's such a mixed bag, man. Like, you're yeah. so right, it could go anyway. Um, yeah, so that being said, I don't even know where to start. 
Don't you guys <laughs> Well, we should explain Colby 1 is the first floor of Colbertson Hall out of 19 floors for those of you who aren't aware of how Colbertson is set up. Um, but it's got a big great room uh, that people can hang out in. It's got study rooms that you can rent out. You have to have three IDs. Don't worry. Uh, then there are prayer rooms, of course, all around. There's also Broman Prayer Chapel. Mm-hmm. There's so much. Just listening to all this. Yeah. I just, I just want to know who is listening to Moody Rant on Moody Student Radio and doesn't know what Colby One is. My mom. <laughs> I have not told her anything about college. <laughs> <laughs> so that was for you, mom. I love you, Jennifer. <laughs> She's gonna text you. Why did you use my first name? <laughs> I know. I, I just got grounded yeah. from college. But I don't know. I don't know what y'all have to say about yeah. Colby One Owen. Colby One, um, so much potential for that space. I think we've. I've spent late nights with good friends studying in Colby One. Late nights, good friends chatting in Colby One. You know, I've spent. I've had many game nights in Colby One, hanging out, celebrate birthdays. Colby One is a great place. Colby One is not a great place to watch sports. When everyone piles true. over outside the elevator lobby where that TV is, I can't tell you how many times I've watched, intently watched my beloved Ohio State Buckeyes play, and then people just come by just trying to grind your gears, razz you up, you know, cheering for the other team, yelling at you. And I have a, a suspicion that two, the only games that Ohio State has lost since I've been at Moody, I have watched those games in Colby 1. So I have, I have a suspicion. I, I, I've never, I don't watch them there anymore. I used to every night, every day, every Saturday, consistently. But I have, I have. It must be the case. Yeah. It must be. That's the only, only reasonable only explanation. explanation. Yes. Yeah. Strange. I'm right there with you though. For this most recent Vikings Packers game, the place was packed, bro. You couldn't even oh, yeah. see the TV from the outside. That's true. And I was like, yo, like, what if this Wait. many people gathered here for like a Paul Washer sermon or something like that? That'd yeah. be sick. <laughs> <laughs> That I think I that would honestly be really convicting, actually, because yeah. I don't think as many people would uh, no. come in just to watch a sermon. But there are so many people who would go watch a football game. Awkward. Are we going there? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I mean, granted, it was opening day for football season. That's but, true. That's true. But uh, no, it would be so dope to see that sort of revival on Moody's campus, where people are so passionate about um, the Word of God, where mm-hmm. uh, Colby One becomes a center for. Um, communication about biblical truth, uh, theological debate, uh, and you've got meeting rooms that are getting rented out so that students can watch sermons together. Come on now. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be so neat to see. Um, but speaking of meeting rooms, I think that's the only time that Colby One is used to its full potential mm-hmm. is in the Colby One meeting rooms. That's can we true. talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> they're, pretty, they're pretty dope in my humble opinion. I think it's a good it's a good way to just kind of get away from all the noise sometimes because even on your floor it can be really loud. Yeah. Um, but but in the meeting rooms you can I mean obviously there are giant glass windows so like you make eye contact with people you've never met before as they walk by. <laughs> That's the most awkward thing. It really is awkward, but I mean you still get to hang out and you can I there've been countless times where um, I've just played like what is it called? Mario. It's called Mario Kart. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot. I've just played Mario Kart in there or FIFA or uh, just watched a movie or hung out. Yeah, um, it is a great way, especially since uh, girls and guys aren't allowed in each other's dorms. Yeah. Thankfully, now they're allowed in each other's dorms a lot more. Once a yeah. week. Once a week. But 
especially since we're not allowed in each other's dorms like throughout the week it's a great way to kind of have that dorm setting uh, in a small room mm-hmm. uh, with the opposite sex and be able to hang out with them and have some good community there mm-hmm. yeah I agree with that I think like the big room too is, is such a mixed bag you got okay so you got like oh the big room are you talking about the great room yeah the great room <laughs> are we going into stereotypes right yeah, now yeah let's go yeah. let's do <laughs> it okay, I can so the first thing that comes to my mind right um what I'm thinking about is if you got something in your heart, you're going to find people with like with the same mind that are on the same goal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you're going in there, you're trying to study, there are people that are going to study with you. Mm-hmm. If you're going in there, you're looking yeah. for a significant other, there's going to be other significant others. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be significant Kobe one speed dating. Kobe one speed dating. Kobe Let's one. make it happen. Just Sponsored by Christian Mingle. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically speed dating without being organized. Just going around meeting yeah. people. No, that's so true. Cool. And if you're trying to hang out, you know, there's definitely people there hanging out, chopping yeah. it up. Sure. Making real. How about how about the flex that is sitting in those tall orange chairs in the wind like right in the window? <laughs> <laughs> like this is just <laughs> Is that a flex though? I mean, that just makes everybody, including the couple, feel uncomfortable. That's true. Just... Josiah, you've got some experience <laughs> sitting in those. <laughs> oh, chairs. Oh, no. First off, they're red chairs. They're red. But second um, I yeah no I'm not even gonna comment on this that's, that's dumb Don't we'll even. have to get Madison in for an episode to talk she about how never, uncomfortable she, she feels would, she never would never talk about that. but she did just record a podcast with somebody oh, yeah. go it. ahead and plug that shameless plug this is just real quick uh, one of our good buddies Ryan Anderson is starting a podcast about adoption and the importance of it and how it bridges the gap um, just for um, the millions of orphans around the world and my girlfriend Madison just was just a guest speaker on it, so that'll be coming out pretty soon, probably around this time. So, so yeah, we figured we'd send all three of our listeners over there to check it out. Moms, go yeah. check Moms. it out. <laughs> <laughs> Never too late to adopt. Um, but what, what was I saying? Oh, going back to the stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I feel like every time I'm in Colby One, there's at least one person who's singing their heart out. Oh, and it's so sweet. It, it is sweet, and sometimes it's worship music. I'm like, yas. But other times, <laughs> it's Disney princess. It's music. Disney, exactly. It's like Frozen, and I'm just like, boy, I haven't heard this in a good day. <laughs> I don't oh. know. Yeah, oh. that definitely is a distraction. Or in the SDR when people are singing. Oh my goodness. You're in a community space. Or like, even whistling. Some people are really loud. Oh, whistlers the whistlers in the, in the morning. Oh. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah. That was oh. Ben Mast for a while. He was. <laughs> he was. He's no longer in the SDR, but. <laughs> yeah. Great guy who loves the Lord. <laughs> he is a great guy who loves the Lord, but With he also a great diaphragm. But there's see, there's there's different types of whistlers. My old math teacher, Mr. Gary Rice, love him in my high school. Dude whistled like a songbird. It was beautiful. <laughs> I you could set him with a group of feathered, beautiful birds just in singing tree. in a tree. You could put him in a tree. He'd be at home. You know, and the, but then there's other people that they think whistling it's just, how can I blow very loud and make a high-pitched noise that everyone's going to hate? There's no tune. It's just loud, and it's obnoxious. I think that's the genuine thought process for people who whistle. Yeah. Did Go. you guys know that there's, like, an actual whistling league? No. <laughs> there is. No. I'm dead serious. So I was on SportsCenter the other day, and somebody— You were on SportsCenter. Sports yeah. Well, nope. That so, was misleading. Nope. Nope. So part of the time, Josiah <laughs> is running yeah. this podcast, and— Another part of the time, I'm, Josiah is a broadcaster on Sports yeah, Center. But no, I wish. Sports Center, if you're listening, I would not mind a job. No, but I was I was watching Sports, the sports Center. Sports Center and the moms. <laughs> <laughs> that's, honestly, those, those would be the 
those would be the two categories that'd be listening. Um, no, but I was watching Sports Center. There's my clarifier. Um, and this dude did the national anthem, but he whistled it. Oh. And I was like, what is this? And then I saw, like, they talked about how he was, like, the three-time champion of the National Whistle League or something. Wow. And this man had beautiful whistles. Oh, I bet. Oh, my goodness. I can only imagine. Were they better than Owen's teacher? Well, I don't know his teacher. What's your teacher's name? Mr. Rice. No, that wasn't. This guy had a sick mustache, though. It was like a nice yeah. handlebar mustache. Oh, But he had no a way. great whistle. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that mustache, like, fueled it. Even if it yeah. wasn't physically, just, like, yeah. mentally. You're probably <laughs> right. Absolutely. That's probably true. A good mustache. I mean, most mustaches aren't good mustaches. Yeah. But <laughs> a good mustache can change a man's outlook on the life. That's literally on the life. same thing, oh. but with whistling. Not everyone's a good whistler, but when you whistle good, it could change your whole outlook on life. That's yeah. true. Wow. That's true. You can wow. think, I'm a good whistler now. And that's about how much it changes your life. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. But you, but you look at people that whistle. You look at the serial whistlers of the world. How many of them are grumpy pants? Maybe 2%? And there's, they're I don't know where you're getting they're that. That's a great statistic. They're right whistling there. angry. How did you measure for this? Can I cite you on that? Yeah, cite Owen for my study. research project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But look, you look at these whistlers. Good or bad, they all are cheery folk. Unless they're whistling like some sad like tune. So that's 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 a T on the whistlers. Bottom line. And apparently Colby won. Somehow that comes back to it. People do whistle on Colby won. Yeah. They do it. Alright. We have certainly enjoyed our time here on the Moody Rant, and we hope that you feel the same way. If you want to suggest some ideas for next time, hit us up at moodyrant at gmail.com. Just go back in the podcast to hear the spelling from Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Don't Don't be be a heretic. heretic. Don't be a heretic.